Come Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, thy well-beloved spouse, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <clears throat> you could say the main theme of today's Mass is summarized by St. Paul in our epistle for this Sunday. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope and in the power of the Holy Spirit. And he goes on to quote Isaiah and then says, in him, that is in Christ, whom Isaiah prophesied, the Gentiles shall hope. Well, what is hope? What's St. Paul talking about here? Well, <clears throat> hope is a, a virtue, and it is one of the three theological virtues. I think the best definition of hope that I've seen comes from Jordan Allman. He was a Dominican who, who concentrated in spirituality, and this is his definition of the theological virtue of hope. Hope is the theological virtue infused by God into the will, which, by which we trust with complete certitude in the attainment of eternal life and the means necessary for reaching it, assisted by the omnipotent help of God, that is, by His grace. Hope can contrast theological hope with hope on a natural level. On a natural level, hope means that we expect to achieve something either from our own efforts or good fortune. I hope to win the lottery, whatever, okay? Well, <clears throat> the hope that we're talking about, that St. Paul is talking about here, is supernatural hope. It is above the natural. It is something that is infused by God into our souls, into the will, when we are baptized, and strengthened actually by the sacrament of confirmation and through our prayer and reception of the sacraments, it is strengthened along with our faith and our charity. The primary object of supernatural hope is heaven. We hope to attain eternal beatitude. We hope to see God face to face. As, as a scriptural way of saying that to behold God with our concepts, with our mind's eye, the direct vision of God, that is, that is our hope. And that's the primary object of hope. The secondary object includes the means to attain that end. What are the means to attain the end of heaven, the vision of God for which we were made, for which our hearts long? Well, the means are prayer, we pray every day, the sacraments, we say the sacrament of penance is a sacrament of hope in the sense that we are forgiven our sins and, and we, we know that God's grace will, will 
wipe away our sins, fill us with God's life once again, if we, if we have lost that divine life, sanctifying grace. The scriptures are a source of hope for us. These words we read today from St. Paul are a source of hope, where we read about hope. And the thing about supernatural hope is that it tends to its object with absolute certitude because it flows from faith, which is certain above all things because it is based on the Word of God. We have no doubt regarding the truths of our faith because God has revealed them who can neither deceive nor be deceived. Well, our hope springs from that faith. And so, God, who doesn't deceive us, he assures us that we will attain happiness in heaven if we follow his plan. If we obey the commandments, if we do what we're told to do by him, by Christ, by the church, then we have no doubt that we will attain the everlasting happiness that, that God promises us. God is true to his promises. At every funeral mass, I talk about hope hope for this, this person that has died that springs from our faith. If this person died in a state of grace, we have certainty that, that this person will share in the kingdom, which is what we desire as well. Now, in regard to hope, there are two sins against hope. And these are, on the one hand, presumption, on the other hand, despair. And as one writer says, we have an abundance of both of these in our post-Christian culture. In case you didn't know it, we're living in a post-Christian culture. People can't even figure out what marriage is. The majority of the Supreme Court, this is a post-Christian culture. And presumption means taking for granted God and not using the means, the normal means, he gives us to be saved. God come to Mass every Sunday, go to confession regularly, obey the other commandments, practice love of God and neighbor. Okay. These are the normal means to be saved. And people who, who sin regularly, who think that they can stay away from Mass, that they never have to go to confession, that you know, they can maybe show up for, for Mass Christmas and Easter, and that's good enough. Continue to live a life opposed to God, who have this vague sense of, of hope, saying, well, God is all good and all loving. A good and loving God would never condemn anyone to hell. No, not true. That's presuming of God's mercy. And we can't do that. That's a sin against hope. The other sin, great sin against hope, is just the opposite. The extremes here is despair. And that means one abandons all hope of salvation. One may think one's sins are so great that one cannot be forgiven. No, there's no sin that can't be forgiven. Our sins are finite. God is infinite. And as long as we are sorry, God will forgive us our sins. No matter what we've done, it doesn't matter. And the devil will try to tempt people into despairing, especially as they end their lives if they have been leading a bad life. Well, 
that Christian hope, which is something that our readings emphasize on this second Sunday of Advent, is, is something we embrace in this season of Advent, which is, you could say, a season of hope as well, because on the one hand, we were looking forward and hope to celebrating the first coming, the remembrance of Christ's first coming, in humility, he came to be judged and die on the cross, save us from our sins, but also we hope in his second coming, in glory, when he will come to judge the living and the dead, when every eye will see him, all flesh will behold him coming. This is our hope. Our hope is that we will rise with bodies glorified on the last day when Jesus comes, the day of the Lord. And let us pray that as we travel through this holy season of Advent, that strengthened by God's grace through our prayers, through the Eucharist that we're so disposed, we will receive today, that we may be strengthened in our hope, and that this hope may well, flow out of us and affect others, and that the joy that should accompany this firm and certain hope that we have of our salvation may likewise touch the hearts of others, especially those who maybe have hardened hearts and fallen away from, from God, from Christ, that they may return to Him and share in that same hope, experience that same joy as we do. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.